This episode has some language that is probably not safe to play around your children unless you want to teach your children curse words, in which case take them, sit them in front of the speakers and crank it up to 11. Hi, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back, listeners, to the finest phototainment in the world. That's right, you're listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, an irreverent look at wedding photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. And Dustin, can I just tell you, I'm so incredibly excited to talk to our next guest, Sarah Casile and Megan McCreevy are two wedding photographers out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They make a Facebook Live video show and podcast called I Don't Give an F Stop with Sarah's husband, Carrie Casile. So uh, without further ado, Dustin, let's turn it over. We got the whole cast on, Sarah Casile, Megan, oh my gosh, why did my notes just, where did your last name go? Where did your it's last McGreevy. name go? McGreevy. 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 Yeah. McGreevy. I was just, I was going to say Megan McGee from Snapchat, but Mc- wow. I like that. That's better. That sounds way better. Uh, Megan McGee, the Snapchat <laughs> queen, and uh, Carrie Casile. <laughs> hey there. This is Carrie talking. How's everyone, how's everyone doing? We're doing great, Carrie. So glad to have you on. Sarah, are you, are you there too? Good. Hey, I'm here. Uh, hey, Sarah Casile here. This is me. We're very excited to be on your podcast tonight. Thanks for Jeez, inviting us. You don't have to blow smoke up our asses already. Ah, <laughs> too late. I'm really good at it. it. I mean, if you want me to. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so sorry. <laughs> And also okay. the the last host from the uh, I Don't Give an F Stop podcast. Hi, this is Megan. I'm also super excited to be a part of your guys' podcast. Wow. So thank you for having us. You're all just blowing smoke off our asses, Dustin. This is great. <laughs> we got to have more guests on like this. Always. So Dustin and I, we're super pumped to have you guys on because we really love your podcast. I think I probably told you probably a few minutes ago, right before we started, I feel like we found like the the sister podcast to our own podcast, meaning a podcast where people drink and talk about wedding photography and sometimes go on rants about uh, stuff they saw on Facebook and stuff. It's amazing. That needs to be, that needs to be like the regular, that needs to be the baseline <laughs> <laughs> for photographers. I feel like I love it. It's perfect. You guys started your podcast last year. What was like the thing that caused you, the impetus to get you guys going with this? I like to talk a lot. So Sarah <laughs> fucking felt, loves to talk. I felt like I had a lot drunk. to say. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this is a lifestyle. This is the glamour and the glitz. Let's talk about it. And uh, I felt like we had a lot to share. It's like getting all of her talking out. It's really good. It's good for Sarah. Therapeutic. It is very good. Sarah, was there any defining moment that you said like, oh, I want to start a podcast? Were you listening to a podcast and you're like, I'm going to have a podcast. Did I make you start a podcast? I don't remember. I, don't I think remember Carrie kind of like nudged me. He's like, hey, we should start a podcast. If you want to yeah. start with like ASMR, you're like, I like ASMR. And you're like, I'm going to have a podcast. I don't think her <laughs> ASMR channel and <laughs> podcasting are related. <laughs> I have microphones. So I thought maybe they were related. <laughs> no, I just really like photography and I, you know, I kind of mentor a little bit and I felt like we had stuff to share every now and then and. 
it's fun. It's like a creative outlet when I feel like my job is so much my job where this is just more fun. It is fun. You know, this is just like, and you, you, know, you just get to bullshit about photography. Oh my God. And there's so much fucking shit to yeah. mm-hmm. talk about. Sorry. For what? Swear. I feel like Carrie just <laughs> with his eyeballs. Hey, I'm I'm not calling the shots today. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling the shots. There's just so much to talk about. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like more than fifty percent is complaining about photography than actual photography. But that just that's just me. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's just me. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, essentially the water cooler talk of uh, wedding photography podcasts. Is how so we like smart. to kind of think of ourselves when i listened to your podcast i felt like steve said earlier you were kind of the yin to our yang if we had like like that you know guys locker room and girls locker room you were perhaps you know on the other side of the wall wow i like that wow looking in that was deep what what role does carrie play in the girls locker room (laughs) the coach like the girls basketball coach (laughs) (laughs) that's me pervert Making sure everyone stays in line. He runs the courts. <laughs> runs the courts. <laughs> he sets up all the electronics. He does. He's the wire guy. Yeah. Chief technology officer is. Uh, I'm making him a T-shirt that says "No hands on the table." <laughs> I like to think that I bring a little bit more to the podcast. You than do. Just the courts. Oh my god! <laughs> I just like to make fun of you. It's He's like my got favorite this thing. Calming personality. Oh, thank you. He does. It sounds like from earlier, if Carrie hadn't been there, maybe the podcast would have all just been like this the whole time, and you guys would have just like had like a lot of really cool stuff to say. <laughs> it probably you know would. I also would have sat like five feet back. <laughs> <laughs> He's our specific guy. Specific. <laughs> he likes everything a specific way. That is that is a term of endearment I have never heard before. <laughs> my mouth, mouth would never be this close to a microphone exactly. if Gary wasn't here because this is my, that was six months of training to get Megan this took, far. It took me like six podcast episodes to be able to have my face close enough instead to of the microphone. Lean back in your chair, just yelling into the air. <laughs> I've never had to do this before. But now, now when you guys go to karaoke night, you're probably so much better. Hey, can I tell you guys something? I actually have a karaoke nickname, and it's Karaoke. <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> you were born sir. for that. Someone actually gave me that nickname. Like the DJ, like said it. I kind of stole it from there. Do you karaoke a lot, Carrie? I used to. Never. In, I, I used to in college. Oh my god! Why don't you ever go to Bob's Garage? Karaoke nights on Wednesdays. Where I lived in my senior year of college, there was a bar right next door, and we would always go there at the end of the night and do karaoke. How many years ago was that? 13? Come on, don't be rude. Okay. It was probably like 12 years. (laughs) Jeez. That one year is so much. (laughs) I saw the same beautiful vocal cords of a bad singer. (laughs) You know, speaking of going to bars and drinking, um, we're really pleased this week that uh, Sarah and Megan, you guys are both drinking, right? What are you guys drinking tonight? We have this white claw black cherry drink. Also, this giant thing of Svedka. Oh, that's what I'm about. <laughs> I like how you say Svedka. Svedka, that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of Vrot to you by Svedka. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? How that's do you it. say no, it? That's, that's, it. that's fine. You could have added some type of accent to it. <laughs> like Svedka. Don't get a start. 
Steven, what are you drinking over there? What am I drinking? I'm drinking a Taxman Coffee Vanilla Qualified Belgian Style Quadruple Ale. Ooh, that is a mouthful. That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> and he's got some fat tire on him. That's what my wife calls me. Yep. I mean, that's what I'm drinking tonight. Yep. <laughs> my dad calls it flat tire because <laughs> oh. he's not hip. So one thing I have noticed listening to you guys' podcast, Carrie doesn't ever drink. Is that, does Carrie just not drink anymore? <clears throat> this is a great conversation starter. I would <laughs> love to have this conversation yeah. with him. He said nothing was off limits. Yeah, I drank when I was in college and it was fun. And then... Then he decided to not have any more fun with his wife ever again. Wow. <laughs> well, actually what I was going to say was that now I, my hangovers last two to three when, days. Okay, when was the last time you drank so that you have, you're like, okay, my hangovers last two to three days, but when was the last time you actually drank? Our honeymoon. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> so like now if I take a That was a like shot, 10 years ago, guys. Actually, you know what? At the beach two years ago, I he had a one shot. shot. And were you like, I'm so hungover? Yeah, I wasn't did, happy about no, it. No, he did say the next day, I'm so tired. No, it's just and that. Sarah was probably like, oh, baby, what do you need? And I would have been like, fuck you. All right. So <laughs> Suck it up. One, alcohol doesn't taste good. <laughs> and two, that if I have like a, a shot to my mouth, I just like flash forward into the future and see like me being like miserable. So I don't drink. We all get miserable. We're fine. I basically carries a baby. <laughs> Come on. I'm still a lot of fun. You are a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Wow. I did not know there were so many feelings around this. I just assumed he'd be like, well, you know, I just decided it's a personal decision for me. And, uh, you know, Megan and Sarah would be like, yeah, we respect that. But <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm like, I don't respect no, that. The, the true like, answer is just drink a drink. Yeah, It'll be fine. The true answer is I'm just afraid of hangovers. That's a, <laughs> Big that's a short that's answer. He's afraid of hangovers and we just make fun of him. But he's a really good sport about it. Like, he's really nice. Thank you. It's just the Megan, Sarah sort of bond. Uh, I wanted to kind of get to the nuts and bolts of that relationship, if we could. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> From listening to your podcast, it sounds like, obviously, I looked at both of your websites. You're both amazing photographers, like super talented. Thank you. Thank you. But then it sounds like you talk about as if like you shoot together all the time. So I was trying to understand, it's like you have each have your own business, but then do you shoot weddings together or like how does that kind of work play out walk me through that do you want to start sarah and sure. then let me know when you're done yeah okay because <laughs> <laughs> i just know life, when you're done actually that's that's it right there you start um, and let me know when you're done so we do most of our weddings together megan is my right hand person she does all of them i trust her the most with all of my weddings and i trust her even if i wasn't there so I try to shoot all of my weddings with Megan, but we do have separate businesses. So we mostly just shoot our weddings together if we can. Um, there are a lot of instances that we can't. But, if we um, book like the same date. Yeah, if we book the same date. But then we do, we plan styled shoots together and we travel together and we basically, I would say do like 80% of all of our stuff together. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to, I didn't want to talk over you. I think that's a really good way to say it. I also think it's because you have to find somebody that like Sarah's real good at it 
I don't know what it's called when you can like just say stuff and Sarah never gets like mad at you. <laughs> Sarah's so nice. No, but it's like having somebody that like I have had second shooters before and my mind is like baffled by the way that they photograph weddings. And Sarah's the only person I can find that like photographs weddings like I do without me having to worry and I can she can just do it. Like I have to I don't have to tell her anything. Like that's true with you. Too. I don't. I can be like, hey, I other than like scheduling, like, hey, go with the guys now or can you go grab this now? Like, I don't have to say, like, I need you to photograph this specific photo. I need you to not forget this. Like, I never, ever have to remind her because she just gets all the stuff that I need to get, which is so nice. So you don't have to be like, Sarah, bring me a fucking water. No, (laughs) No. I'll get Sarah water. But I would. But she would. But I would. I was like, you need a water, whatever you need, baby. I'll get it for you. And Sarah, so that's also so nice. So I always have to try to remind myself when I'm driving in the car that I'm always like, be nice to Sarah because sometimes I just get overwhelmed and stressed out. And Sarah's always so nice. Sarah's the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. Nobody's as nice as Sarah. And that's false, but thank you. No, it's actually true. I told Grover today, I was like, I was like, Sarah's just so nice all the time. And I just need to tell myself to be nicer to Sarah. But Sarah's really good at photography. And I. I'm really happy to have her and that nobody else has her. So I hope nobody finds her (laughs) and steals her away. Doesn't belong to anybody else. I need to buy her a nice gift or something. (laughs) Keep her on my side. I hope that answers the question. I need to bribe her. (laughs) But yeah, we have our own businesses because we all, we do like our own shoots, like other than weddings, but we like to do our weddings together because I don't have to tell somebody. I don't have to like send them in. Five emails with like, this is what I need you to get. Don't forget to get these detail shots and make sure you don't forget these guys shots. And like, don't just take like two photos of this. I mean, it's because we've shot weddings together for the last three years. I feel like that's what a lot of people do with associate photographers. They Mm -hmm. kind of like bring them up with them and then they kind of teach them their style. But we kind of just morphed into a very similar style after several years of shooting together. So that's why it seems really like easy and cohesive with us. And I think that's what's cool about you two working together as your styles are so similar that when I look over some of the weddings you do, it's tough to tell who shot which pictures. And I always bounce off of what Sarah does because I'm always like, Sarah's stuff's so good. I'm always like, this is what I want my stuff to look like too, which makes me feel like a better photographer. Same as these. <laughs> um, but yeah. What about, what about Carrie's photography? Has anyone ever, you know, thought to maybe include him in the second shooter pool? I thought would. about it. Yeah, we, we discussed it. I actually took a ton of photography in high school. Did you? But photography was was the course that all the slackers took, so I didn't really try that hard. But <laughs> I, I, I shot with cameras for a while, but I, I know about photography, and I try to give Sarah my opinion whenever I can. But, but no interest in joining her on the battlefield? That well, would be so cool, though. But I don't know. He could join well, me. Here's the thing, But I feel though. like husband and wife, just, that's too much. We have to get a baby. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're husband and wife. Sorry. I just, I don't know. So with us, we have to get a babysitter. And that's oh, the yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, you have children. That it's like, okay, so I'm going to second shoot. And then we have to then pay a babysitter. So it kind of just works out. It's that's... cheaper to pay a babysitter. You think so? Yeah. Definitely. Still. I work. would have Grover second shoot for me if Sarah wasn't able, if he was good at stuff. <laughs> We've discussed this before to see if it would work out, but I don't yeah. know. We can we can go back to the drawing board on it. I think I'm you, talking. Sarah would definitely we have don't to teach re- me. We don't have to like practice Carrie. on some like engagement sections or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to like practice and then like see his stuff. I'd be 
pretty critical. You I'd be frustrated would, and pissed at you. Yeah, it would probably actually not work because yeah, I would not, just boss him around a lot, and then he would be like, "Why do you have to be so mean?" And I'm like, "Because I'm the boss." Mean. Or, you guys are very different styles. Or he could end up becoming amazing, and then you could end up booking him out, out as an associate photographer. Yeah. You're holding me back, actually, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. I mean, for real. I we haven't Let really carry out of yeah. his cocoon. He's just yeah. a butterfly waiting to fly. All right. Well, I have like a sixty. You can play around with. Thank you. Can I? <laughs> please, please. Can I play? <laughs> That's cute. So Megan and Sarah, uh, on your guys' podcast, you talk a lot about doing styled shoots. And I know from yeah. listening that you guys do a lot with, uh, it seems like with, is it called Styled Shoots Across America or something like that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But then you guys also plan your own style shoots. Style shoots yes. are something Dustin and I do not talk about very often. So okay. I'm very curious to know, what is it that you two look for in a styled shoot? What are, what's like the driving force behind like when you're putting one together or when you're deciding to like sign up for one with like style shoots across America, like what draws you in? What gets you excited about that sort of thing? That's a great question. So style shoots across America, if Heather is putting it together, it's phenomenal. It's great. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very detail oriented. I love the structure of it and I love um, how like high end everything is. And we also make everything really high end in our own style shoots. So no detail goes untouched or unthought about. And everything is very, um, very well thought out down to timelines and structures. It's not a shit show. So I know that a lot of style shoots can be a shit show where people just show up and it's like, nobody fucking knows what's going on. And it's just like, I don't even know. (laughs) So ours are very structured. There's a time and a place for every single item and thing because we know what we want to capture. And if we're having other photographers come who are like paying for a seat or something at the style shoot, we want them to get what we would also want to get. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that everybody has individual time with the models, um, that everything is very high end, very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, aesthetically pleasing and very cohesive. And we look for ideas that have never been done before, mm-hmm. new styles, new themes, blog new worthy. things, blog worthy, publishing worthy <clears throat> um, kind of style shoots. And not just like, your run-of-the-mill kind of blog like we're trying to get in like the big national blog so yeah mm-hmm. that's that's what we go for so uh, we definitely always try to pick vendor when we do them we always try to pick like really well-known vendors vendors that are credible vendors that have like really nice instagram feeds and websites um that take their job seriously and that kind of match our style And the reason we go with styled shoots across America is because once we did it once and twice, they always consistently followed through with always having kind of like the same florist and a lot of the same people they work with over and over again. And they're like well-known businesses, businesses that are always going to follow through and give you a really great product for photos. So because we've we've been to like little people's I mean, that's, that's a terrible. <laughs> We've been yeah. to other styled shoots that just come and go, and they just they're, they're like, "Oh, I found my stuff at like a thrift store, and I just yeah, I picked just these seems- flowers myself and thought this looked really good." And like, okay, I guess I guess that's <laughs> cool and like what you're doing, but like, 
I want my shit to look real good. Like I, I just like, want it to look like high. know people are like, damn, that's a an amazing floral nas- installation. Yeah. Like a national like, blog isn't going to pick you up just because you like toss some flowers on a table and, and you got a Michael's like plate charger for three dollars. Like Wedding Day Magazine will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just want stuff that looks really good because like that's the client that we're trying to reach and. It's also a great style treats are a great way to practice what you want to do when you're not at a wedding and you want to practice poses and you don't have the time to like be like, okay, let me like look real quick at my phone. Let me save these poses. Let me save like what I want to try with a bride and groom, look at the bride with her bouquet um, and like pose her in this way and turn her body and turn her arms and turn her hands and her head and her chin. And you can try these poses and see what works for you, see what you like with the light. And then you have more time and then you can take what you've learned and put it into a wedding when you don't have so much time and be like wow i loved how i made the bride and groom interact i loved saying this prompt to them i love doing this with the flowers i love this flat lay i took let me do this for this wedding and that's why we you're like fucking on tonight style you are. you're on <laughs> that hey, was so good can we just back it up for like two seconds and for those of us who are ignorant uh you mentioned shoot was it shoots across america or style, style shoots, shoots across ac- america yeah uh what is that for those of us, well, 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 Dustin, suck. we're not giving our podcast over to just promoting this company. Are, are they paying oh, it's a us company? Money? So it's a company. Oh yeah, it's a company. Come on, Dustin. They make money. Uh, they definitely make money. Why would they do it if they didn't they make money? They definitely make money. <laughs> they sell tickets to we, their style shoot. Yeah, they make money. So it's a they they host style shoots across America. Yeah. I don't think she, I don't think she makes a lot of money. Then it could be a nonprofit. <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. I feel but like yeah, so this organization could be a nonprofit, could be a company, puts styled shoots on and then sells tickets to photographers to go to the styled shoots. Gotcha. You know how we talked ahead of time and you guys were like, you guys are going to email us tomorrow and say like, we can't use this segment. That's this segment right now, unless styled shoots across America pays us. No, we're saying no, nice we things. Talk, we talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. We love style shoots across America. Aren't you guys going to the conference? We're going to, they're having they're a big be- conference. They have once a year. It's going to be great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Guess we were Couple invited. Weeks. When, when and where is that? I've never seen guys there. <laughs> I actually so haven't seen so them there. sexist. Wow. I know. I guys mean, a little bit. want to come take come pictures on, of come, pretty stuff. Come I don't crash know. They're it. You there. guys would be the center of attention. You would be. I am like <laughs> one of the few male wedding photographers in my city. And so it's like all of the female wedding photographers are always getting together. And I'm always feeling super left out. So you, you feel like the stay-at-home dad in a group of stay-at-home moms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly Hey, can I ask everyone a question? And uh, I know, Steve and Dustin, you guys said that you guys aren't too into styled shoots. Oh, I'm so into them. Are you really? Are you being sarcastic? I'm just a man. Why don't you just go to them? I said Dustin and I don't do a lot of styled shoots. I didn't say we're not into them. But guys, I was reading an article the other day about this. Someone was complaining that like... If you're going to a style shoot, you shouldn't be able to use that in your portfolio. Fuck that. So I was just wondering how you guys felt. And I've seen that articles like this before, like even a year or two ago. And it's just people complaining like, oh, you're not representing what your clients really could ask, be getting. And ask my mom to take the same picture. Let's see what they build. look like. No, I it's really hard. I'm sorry to take over this conversation, but it does get frustrating because I try really hard to balance like real weddings and styled shoots. 
On your website? On my, yeah, on my Instagram. Because I post Instagram a lot more than my website, like every day to Instagram. So yeah, you it's should really be Megan McGee, the Instagram queen. You are all up on that. I try every single day, twice a day. It's crazy. I can't keep up. I can't. It's really hard. Can't. I just feel like it's the only thing I control in my life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also. Megan's cracking me up no, tonight. I have no, like I stay up late because I'm like, everybody's going to think I only post styled shoots. No, I really do get worried because you all think I'm only going to post styled shoots, but they're so much prettier than real weddings. Holy fuck. If people could just have, like if people could just hire me and be like, what do you want me to do for my wedding for your photography? I'd be like, just fucking pick these colors for your flowers and put flowers here and let, pick a dress with <laughs> sleeves to cover your back. And then I'd be like... Holy smokes! <laughs> so, Megan, I guess my counterpoint to that then is why why not just start creating like Megan crafted, curated elopements for the sophisticated oh, yeah. bride or something like where you branded because it's good too idea. much work for Megan people people are like can I have a photographer that doesn't cause an arm and a leg so I always have to sell my photography so let me try to sell everything else on top of that nobody it's that's too much for me if somebody could like sell it under my name and I would do all the stuff like if Carrie could like do everything else and then I just came in and like picked everything for the bride that would be great. That's my whole life. I try to balance, <laughs> but like, yeah. he does everything and then I just come in and take that's, the pics. That's what I want to do. But like, <laughs> when I do like style, I, there's like something in between style shoots, like when we travel a lot and we dress up our brides in like dresses and have floral, it's like in between a wedding and a style shoot because I feel like I can control that more like a wedding. So it's more like authentic. Mm-hmm. So I post a lot of that on my Instagram. Did I try to, I don't know. I try oh, to balance I'm it out. I'm sensing a lot of uncertainty in your voice right now. Like, do you feel like you're cheating when you're saying that? No, <laughs> I oh. feel like I'm, I'm so good at time. photography and people are so bad at having nice looking weddings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I really do think that everything we do, like it? yeah, everything See? we do in a styled shoot can be carried over to a wedding. Mm-hmm. If someone if, had a great wedding, if they gave, no, if you didn't if, have it in a fucking barn, if they gave me the time to find Rustic the right chic. places, like <laughs> I can do everything at a styled shoot that I can do. At a Absolutely. Wedding. And this year, the roster this year is all the hottest and great venues in all of Pittsburgh. So this year's venues that we have lined up are going to be the elite venues. Yeah, give me a quarter of the time I have for a styled shoot and make it at the same exact venue with like some nice floral and I'll blow your brains out with how amazing it'll look. But (laughs) I like this, Megan. Where have you been? (laughs) Megan's lit tonight. How, How many white claws and shots of vodka has Megan had? Okay, I'll stop. It's fine. No, don't stop. Drink more. <laughs> You're in the zone. Please unleash, unleash, Megan. I just get real heated about styled shoots in my Instagram and people's weddings, which is everything. So how do you podcast. walk? How do you walk that line when a bride reaches out and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I just saw that photo you posted on Instagram. I want to book you because of that." And I, from that po- photo and I'd be like this is what that photo was and I'd be like do you want this photo I'd be like and I've told Bryce multiple times you better have some I say like if anything else like whatever you're gonna spend money on other than me like have some gorgeous floral I can make magic happen at like your shitty venue and I don't say shitty <laughs> venue I say like I understand that you're having like a darker venue like I understand there's like darker <laughs> atmosphere and then I say like if you have some gorgeous floral I say like if you give me extra time like when we're making your timeline, 
why don't we just plan to have some extra time before the ceremony and after the ceremony and then I can make magic happen with your beautiful bouquets and like the background and all that kind of stuff. You got to like talk them up to have those amazing moments. I definitely talk real to my brides and I think that's what they like is because I say like I've had brides be like I've had a bride be like, do you think I should get fake floral or real floral? And I'm like, do you want an honest answer or do you want me to be nice? And she's like, I want an honest answer. And I say, honestly, you should have real floral. If you're going to have fake floral, you're going to I will send you like people that you need to hire because it's going to be a whole lot different look when I photograph it than if you have real floral. And I say, this is what you have to do. Like if you're getting married at a certain time of the day, if this is your ceremony, if this is your reception, like. I try to reel their expectations in to give them something gorgeous. I know that they're paying money because if it was me, I would want my photographer to be like, this is the real life situation. I want to give you something amazing. But I also understand that you're getting married on December 28th and your <laughs> ceremonies at four o'clock. And you insist on having a late mass and not doing and not a first, a first look, look and you yeah. want pictures afterwards and you're giving me 20 minutes and, and I, f- and they're always fine. And I, I'm not even lying. They're always confidence, confident in what I have to say because I'm not <laughs> lying. I'm not like, yeah, girl, you're getting married at four in December. Sure, it's we fine. can. It's fine. It's fine. We're not, let's not even talk about it. It's like, not fun. No, it's not. It's fun. I, say, I like paychecks in December. I got Christmas money I need. No, I always <laughs> tell them and they love it because as a girl, I think as a girl myself, like if a girl tells me this is what life is like, I will listen to them. Yeah, I think think there's something to that. They always listen to me. (laughs) From the customer's point of view, you being honest like that, they tend to trust you more. What did you say? What did you just say? No, Megan's talking to you, Sarah. She asked you what you just said. said it doesn't apply to Sarah. (laughs) Sarah will never listen to me. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. All right. Reel it in, guys. I'm done. I'm reeling it. It's done. Go to the next topic. It's fine. I'm loving it. I'm loving this. I mean, yeah, this is in. why we asked you guys on. We just wanted you to uh, go on rants about things you're passionate about and take over our show for a little bit. You know, that way, <laughs> Dustin and I, we don't we don't have to do all the work this week. You know, we have a lot of editing. We have a lot of editing to get through. So you can... don't edit anything. You send everything off to somebody else, and I take care of this podcast. That sounds like a dream. Yeah, that does sound like a dream. That's why I'm able to. That's why I'm able to have this house. <laughs> because <laughs> i have to clean dreams it. really do come true i know carrie handles all the back end for you guys this podcast and live video show so this this question is largely for him but if any listeners because we've had some listeners recently express a uh, desire to start their own podcast start their own video shows because they feel like maybe dustin and i's podcast isn't good enough for them and they could do better <laughs> i assume <laughs> So, uh, Carrie, I was wondering, since you're the one who takes care of everything for your guys' live video show slash podcast, do you have any tips for anybody out there who's looking to start creating their own their own videos, their own podcasts, whatever it is they're looking to do? I know you guys just bought a bunch of new equipment and like you're looking to upgrade and stuff like that. So, well, you got some deets for me, man? Sure. Yeah, I can give you some details. Uh, one, be prepared to spend some cash. Uh, I know when we first got started with a mixer, and we actually kind of splurged on the mics a little bit just because we wanted it to sound good. So we spent a lot last year. And then now that we're upgrading the studio and putting in cameras and things like that, it's going to cost a little bit more. But also watch YouTube tutorials on how to mix it because I'm sure <laughs> listening back to our first few episodes, 
they probably sounded like garbage. <laughs> I actually didn't know what all the buttons on the mixer did. So I feel like uh, just watching a bunch of YouTube videos on how to make the sound sound good because it's tough. It's actually tough to mix a podcast. Carrie, I got to tell you, I've been doing video, audio, and photo for... 13, 14 years now, and uh, you will never know what all the buttons in the mixer do. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're not labeled. They're just like a bunch of letters. They're not labeled on like what they actually do. <laughs> yeah, but as far as, uh, see that. That's, like starting a podcast, yeah, what would you say? So that's the, like, that's the technical side of things and kind of the boring side of things. I think that one of the toughest things is getting listeners. Yeah. And uh, this year we're actually, since we've, one of the main reasons we're moving to video is so we can market it a little bit better. And we found a lot of our success is in Facebook. So we're probably going to mm-hmm. shoot our episodes video and then cut them down and then just start boosting a bunch of posts to try to target photographers and wedding photographers in specific. You guys heard it here first, straight from Carrie Casile's mouth. Podcasting is dead. It's all about video. I don't know why you guys are still listening to this. <laughs> we, that was so great. Carrie, we actually don't have listeners yet. We are pre-listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just recording a back library so that when you know Armageddon comes, there's something for the aliens to document. This uh, sounds like something Carrie would do. <laughs> Come on. I am kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. I invited the three of you onto our podcast, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to get this on iTunes fast so they think we're real. And that's uh, how things happened. <laughs> so then you quickly got it on there. So the last three days, Stephen and I recorded almost 100 episodes worth <laughs> of content just so we could look legit to you guys. So I actually listen to you guys on your YouTube channel, and I know that's not where most people go for podcasts, but it's... That's where Carrie goes. Wait, wait, are you the guy on our YouTube channel who keeps saying, you're the, why you're are the these one episodes listener? so long? <laughs> that's not me. And I kept trying to listen to you guys through iTunes, but then my phone wouldn't do it because oh, it's not Carrie's got parental iPhone. controls on your phone. Well, no, we have, we're Android. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me actually, but I was like in the gym trying to listen to you guys. And I'm like, I couldn't get the podcast to work. And he's you like, have you don't have a phone. He's like, your phone isn't going to listen to that. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to listen to them? Yes. Anchor, anchor.fm. <laughs> we actually have YouTube's premium. It's like 10 bucks a month, but yeah. what's cool is you can download videos and oh, cool. stuff. So that's how we pretty much just listen to stuff. I just have to ask him, and then he figures. Then I put it on her chief chief (laughs) technology officer. Nice to know that the last year of me uploading every single episode to YouTube has finally paid off. (laughs) We now know who the two listeners are who keep coming back. (laughs) I kept saying, Steve, you really just need to let the YouTube thing go, man. I don't think anyone's listening on there. I've been proven wrong tonight, guys. (laughs) One, two. We'll keep it going, Steve, <laughs> no. for the next 30 Thank years you. just for that. <laughs> Thank you. We like YouTube. You guys are on Android. You got to check out, uh, what is it, CastBox, Castro, Pocket Cast. There's a bunch of really good podcasting apps for Android. A lot of people use uh, Podcast Addict as well. I think the better question is, why are you guys on Android? I'm nerdy, and I made Sarah buy her phone because it was cheap, but she just actually just overruled me and bought an iPhone. Did you? Because it was a fucking secret. You wouldn't tell oh, me I'm I sorry. The cat's out of the bag. What phone you bought? You're like, I bought a phone, but I can't tell you till it comes. And I was like, it better be a fucking iPhone because... 
<laughs> no, Carrie just bought me a phone, and I was like, what the fuck messages. is this phone? I was like, it's the same phone I have. I'm not dealing with your same phone. Well, let's start from the and beginning of the story. And I was like, I'm going to get a fucking iPhone, okay? So the beginning of the story is I buy two Moto X4s, and I'm excited because they have a better oh. camera than what we have. I take mine out of the box. I'm like, hey, Sarah, look, our new phones are here. And I didn't take hers out of the box yet, and I was showing her how cool it was. She was like, I hate this. I'm sending mine back. I was like, it's the same phone. There's nothing different about it. I was like, I don't want this. is a phone that's like three years newer than what we have. And it's the same exact thing. And then so. I cowered away from her. <laughs> and he was like, do whatever you want, baby. Go ahead. Or oh, no, I'm sorry. I got you the wrong phone. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so beta. <laughs> Speaking of phones and photography, uh, on your guys' last episode, episode 12 of your first season, you guys were talking about the shoot and share contest, which has just wrapped up. And I believe Carrie said he was going to enter photos for the first time ever in the shoot and share contest. Did you? Did that happen, Carrie? Did you win anything? I did. And I two of my photos actually made it to the second round, but a lot Damn. of them got knocked out in the first round. Some of them actually were so poor that it was like I was within like 100 from the bottom. <laughs> so if there was like 40,000 and 100 photos, I was like 40,070. <laughs> But some of them made it to the second round, which I was so shocked by. But they were all like joke stuff. Like one, there was a picture of a groom and then a giant pineapple like superimposed into the photo and just like silly stuff. One of them, I took a photo of a children's session and put a Gaussian blur over it so bad that the whole photo was blurry. So so your thing was just to troll the shooting chair contest this year. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. And my pictures were so bad, but I, the first round, I hate to be mean, but like I was going through the first round and I was like, mine are kind of in par with some of these. There you go. <laughs> damn, Carrie, damn. So we're actually going to go over, you can definitely ask Sarah and Megan about their results, but we're going to talk about that in our next episode. I haven't heard Megan's results. And I, I know, I know so Sarah's going to be pissed. So every why? time she, every time she, com- yeah, every time I she complains, I'm going to throw up a picture of Salt Bay. That's Salt Bay know. mean because she's salty. <laughs> sorry, I love you. I'm salty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I love no, that. I so know. do you Megan, guys want Megan them to tell you really the results? Fucking far. No, no, you got to save it. We, this is a teaser. We'll now save people it. are going to okay. have to listen to your show if they want to get those good, good results. I can't remember if we talked about this pre-show or during show, but Sarah and Carrie, you guys actually met while working at Disney World, correct? That is that is correct. So after college, we both did the Disney World internship program. And if you've never heard of it, it's insane. It's a... Uh, it's kind of like second college. It's like second freshman year. And they give you a job. They give you an apartment. They give you transportation. And it's just a blast. And then when you're not working, you're just like playing in the theme parks. And Sarah moved to Orlando from Chicago. I moved from Pittsburgh. And we met at our laundromat in between our apartments. No, but you tell your side of the story, Sarah. It was love at first sight. No, Sarah loved you before that. <laughs> Ooh, wait, what? So I moved down to Disney with my boyfriend of like two years. And I saw Carrie playing tennis with his roommate. And I Poorly, had no idea. Horrible who, tennis. I had no idea who he was. But for some reason, like we parked our car in front of the tennis court. And I saw this really hot guy playing tennis. 
and I looked and I looked at Carrie and I was like, holy shit. Well, Carrie wasn't the hot guy. It was it was his roommate who he was playing with. <laughs> no, it was, it was Carrie. <laughs> and then I looked at my boyfriend. And I was like, I think we need to break up. Oh, snap. <laughs> like you were with him. You look over, see a hot guy playing tennis and you just look at your back at your boyfriend. And you're like, it's over. <laughs> Yeah. And I broke up with him right there in the car. And then I had to walk back and the complexes were kind of long and he wouldn't drive me back to my apartment. And uh, so I was a little bit mad about that. But I should have like walked up and said hi to Carrie or something. You should ask the play. Because Carrie didn't even know. Like he didn't even know this. I didn't even that know he happened. just changed your life forever. <laughs> just walk right up to Carrie and be like, literally, I just broke up with my boyfriend for you. Um, no pressure. Because you made me wet <laughs> that quick. <laughs> This is destiny. So, but I wash my clothes on Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> so by fate, my roommate ended up dating his roommate. And they were at the laundromat, which was right in front of our apartment. And she was like, hey, come meet this guy. And then it was the guy from the tennis court. And I worked at Casey's Corner. And if anybody knows what Casey's Corner is, they have like these baseball uniforms. But like old timey baseball uniforms. Horrible. And I was dressed in that. So then all I did was like tip my hat and run back in my apartment because I was too afraid to talk to him. Mm -hmm. But then he knew that I lived there and then invited me over. And then the next day we were dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that fast. (laughs) Tip of the hat. That's all it takes. Tip Tip of the hat. hat. (laughs) Break up with your boyfriend in the car. Tip of the hat. It's all wow. over. I wish I had game like Sarah. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like Carrie. Yeah. Must have been one heck of a backstroke. I don't think I can ever be man meat like Carrie. I mean, no one's going to break up with their boyfriend over me. I'm only going to call you man meat from now on. Do you avoid tennis courts now when driving with your wife? <laughs> That's so you know good. what i avoid playing tennis i don't want to break up any other relationships yeah. <laughs> uh, i i would i mean i would be fearful if i were you if you were out playing tennis with the kids or something and you see a car pull up you're like holy shit i've got to hide i might break that marriage up <laughs> i would just rock it yeah, just break it's up marriages left and right. Just bring him in. It's I mean, fine. <laughs> so, that, you know, that's our story. So, Dustin is actually going to Disney World in a few weeks. Do you guys got any hot tips for him? No, not a few weeks. I'm going in literally half a week. Oh, my gosh. How many days are you going for? Uh, two, maybe three. We're gonna During be we're gonna be there for the entire week. My wife has a conference uh, nearby for work, and so we're kind of double dipping because uh, the con- like her work is paying for her flight and our hotel for the conference. And so we thought while we're there, and being our kids will be under the age of costing us money, they will be free. So we'd only have to pay for the two of us. So we're just like going in with zero expectations of actually enjoying it and um, and hoping to just get the most out of it and then also get like a better idea so that when we go again, when they're older, that perhaps we'll have a better idea of what the heck we're in store for. Are you guys going to rent a car? No, no. Okay. Then I would say for given the ages of your children... I would say Epcot and the Magic Kingdom are the places that you should spend the most time. We are doing Hollywood Studios the first day. Ouch. 
because my do- the only thing my daughter's really into is like the Disney Junior characters. Oh, they have a lot of those. Which is, from what I understand, primarily at Hollywood Studios. Plus, I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd, so. Okay, then, then like Hollywood Studios day. is right for you. And then the second night, we're staying at the Polynesian. Ooh. So that we can be on the monorail. And because my daughter likes Moana, and I figured that would be the closest thing to having like a luau. And since I didn't get to go to Hawaii last year, I figured it's the closest thing for me. Yeah, we did the luau show actually one time. It's so good. There's like it's fire twirlers good. and stuff. It's yeah. pretty cool. That'll so, be really great. I th- Honestly, Disney with the kids ages that your kids are is going to be amazing. You're going to see like magic happening in their eyes. And you're going to love it. And you're going in with no expectations, so your expectations are going to be met and exceeded. So it's going to be really, really fun. I would say a big You're going to walk a lot. A big piece of advice, don't go in with the expectation of seeing everything because you'll just be let down because... You need to take nap times and break times. And um, there's going to be meltdowns and things, but it's going to be so much fun. Mainly by me. We, We went last year. And it was pretty crazy, you know, going with three small children, but it was still so fun. So I, I, like, I, I still really enjoyed our trip. I like nerd out over like parenting accessories, like parenting gear, if you will, for the photographers out there. So I just bought Is that what you Craigslist. would call the coolest cooler? Parenting gear? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. I want to know what, what's the coolest cooler. It's something oh, Dustin's never received. <laughs> he he paid it for it on Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. I heard about that and it failed. Yeah. I'm still I still have faith, Carrie, that I will one day receive this mythical cooler that can blend margaritas. <laughs> you could receive it right now, just buy it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, do you have any tips for a, being a photographer in Disney World? Because you took your oh. camera, didn't you? You don't remember if you took your camera or not? You had to have taken your camera. We took this little Sony. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Well, the little Sony. What's this little Sony you got? It's a tiny baby mirrorless camera. Is it the A6000? The A6300. Oh, the 6300? Yeah. I've used that for video a few times. Dustin, do you have the 6300 or the 6500? 6500. I don't mess around with the 6300. I mean, come on. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Screw you, Dustin. I rented the 6300 to uh, shoot a few wedding videos with a long time ago. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was cute. I th- I felt like it was... You can put it in your pocket or your bag, and I don't feel like I have to carry it in a special case. It seems really durable, and it took really nice videos and really nice pics for what it was. I bought it. I bought a fifty millimeter one point four lens for it, so like we had the decent lens for the camera. So mm-hmm. it took good enough pics for what we were doing down there. I wasn't trying to like make these amazing blogs like or amazing, anything. yeah. Pics. I was just trying to document a little bit nicer than my Family. cell phone, so yeah. it worked really good. I felt well, like it was really like that's because portable. you don't have an iPhone. If you had an iPhone, yeah, yeah if you had an iPhone, you wouldn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> you that port- you can use that portrait mode, and you're good to go, girl. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought I thought it was a good investment. I was. Also, it inspired me to try to take more pictures of my family on a day to day basis because I don't like taking out my work camera every single day. Mm-hmm. And then I still didn't really take it out that much. So <laughs> she needs an iPhone. She needs an iPhone. <laughs> I, I wish I would have taken it my out question more. On but... whether or not I should bring a camera. Uh, yeah, it would have definitely been way harder to bring my camera, my gear, because I feel like when I touch my camera, I'm 
in work mode. Mm. So I'm trying to get my kids to be a certain way and putting more expectations on them to try to capture this like amazing moment because I have my amazing gear and it's just too stressful. It's just so too much anxiety and it's too much on them. It's not fair. So if I have that, I'm in a different mode and a different like headspace than if I'm just like trying to get a blurry picture. I don't even care. It's just the moment, mm-hmm. you know? So it was good for that. I was at Disney yeah. a few months ago and I didn't bring a professional camera. I just brought my iPhone perfectly fine. Great. No, me- no memories lost. Got everything I wanted. That's perfect. Or gained because you lost your phone at Disney. <laughs> no. You lost your phone? Not this time. No. Uh, I was okay. at Disney a few years ago with my mom and I lost a phone while I was there and it popped up in the lost and found. So. Wow. Well, they That's got nice. it back. That's good. I That's went to the ending. lost and found and there was like 200 phones in there. It was ridiculous. Fuck. I've never been to a place where anybody would bring a phone and be like, hey, this was lost. I think someone might be looking for it. And at Disney, it was like, <laughs> apparently everyone there is just super nice. And all the workers are like, we found valuable items and we don't steal them. We just turn them into lost and found. Happiest place on earth, guys. I do have to say that Disney is incredibly incredible at building employee loyalty. And how, however they do it, instilling these values into their cast members that like you really fucking care about your job. Like it is like your whole life and you really, really care about it. And you just want what's best for the guests and you love your job no matter what job you do. So they're really, really good at creating that brand loyalty. Nice. Do you feel like any of that's carried over into your business? A little bit. I think a lot of the customer service things that they teach you, um, guest service, uh, things that they teach you, I have tried to carry over into my business. When I moved away from Disney, I realized like people don't care about their jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Like they do in Disney. People really care. You could have the worst job in Disney and you actually care about going every day. It's somehow they do that to you. And so I, you know, I try to do that. I try to, the guest always matters mm-hmm. you know so i try to i try to put all of my clients first and all of their needs and wants and i always want to try to meet their expectations and exceed them and we took the disney values and kind of developed sarah's own customer service mantra mantra yeah values yeah do you, do you remember it nope. <laughs> it's like i would always have to t- if she ever has a customer service issue i always Carrie have to like <laughs> tell it back to her but what's good is you don't have that many customer service issues. Yeah. Because. Because you learn a lot of things in the first few years and then you tweak it. Got it. Every time she gets a mad customer, I always say, let's learn from this. How can we stop this from happening in the future? It's been and it a works. Long time. Yeah. Burning their house down. That's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you want to talk about, Steve? I could talk about Disney all night. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. This might be a little bit too personal for you. Uh, for I guess Sarah and Carrie to share mostly, but um, I'll share. When from I was them. texting, when I was reaching out to you guys about doing this podcast, I mentioned in your guys' last few podcasts, Sarah sounded sick because you guys said Sarah was sick and she had some weird throat thing going on. And um, Sarah responded back to say that she had been feeling under the weather. And I was wondering, like, you guys took a pretty long break then from your last episode to when your next one will be out. Is that because of 
what you got sick with. Yeah, I would say yeah. So. It, it, it was. It, it was in there. We were pretty busy too, but yeah, that was in there. And we're open to talking about this. It's yeah. I mean, open. I'm alive, so <laughs> still here. it's really I'm still here. No, I had a pulmonary embolism. Um, so just, just another Thursday. Yeah, I actually, I probably had it through the entire fall wedding season. Yeah, I got, she absolutely did. I got sick on September 9th. Was Megan um, nice to you, you when you were shooting with her? Sometimes. No. no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, no. Sarah? No, I, had a fever, I was like, Ugh. I had a fever of 100, 100 or more for probably, um, how many weddings do we have? I would say if we had she 20 weddings, so I much. had a fever for 18 weddings. So wow. it was... Um, it was hard, but I had to make it work. Um, so I was just sick for those four September, October, November, December. So I was sick for like four straight months. And how did it end? The last, I think it was December, you guys were on your last trip. To and New Orleans. you were thinking about going to the emergency room. How, what was that story? I can't really remember. So December 9th was our, my last wedding of the season. Then we went to New Orleans like right after that. Um, and then the airport, I just couldn't breathe like throughout oh. the whole year. Like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. It was getting worse and it was getting worse. I couldn't walk upstairs. I couldn't like keep up on shoots. And, um, I remember even our shoot in New Orleans, like I couldn't do what they were doing. So I had to like stay back cause I couldn't walk uh, in the airport. Um, I was pulling all my bags and I couldn't do it. And I was like, this is where I, this is where I die. I actually thought I was dying in the airport um, because I couldn't breathe so bad. And I started like feeling really, really sick. And I was like, I think I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. If I throw up here, I'm going to have to like, I'm going to go. I'm not going to get on this flight. But the next morning I like emailed my doctor after we came home and she was like, you need to go to the emergency room right now. Um, And that's not when they found the pulmonary embolism. They thought it was your appendix. I, well, I, yeah. So I had appendicitis, which is probably what was causing all of the fevers. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that my appendix was trying to fight off some sort of infection, which could have been the, the pulmonary embolism or the cancer or whatever. Um, so I had an appendectomy and then Two I still couldn't there. breathe. So I called my doctor back. I was like, I still can't breathe. Let's try something else. It wasn't my appendix. And she was like, go back to the emergency room right now. I'm getting you a CT scan. So they just took me straight back. And that's when they found like the blood clots. So I was at like working on 10% of lung function. Oh, wow. (laughs) So I like 10%. And so it was like pretty, pretty bad. My lung surgeon and my oncologist hematologist said it's like the worst blood clots they've ever seen in their careers filling my lungs so mm-hmm. i probably shouldn't be alive but somehow i'm alive and well and about. then they put sarah on blood thinners blood and thinners. The, the blood clots in her lungs have cleared up with the last scan say yeah so i still have blood clots in my lungs but my body so the blood thinners don't um eat away at the clots your body has to kind of like break them down break them down by themselves but i'm pretty much getting better getting like, better yeah like nope just take some not time. as much so and she's good. in better shape with her lungs too. She can work can out. Breathe, she can, can go up steps. Up. She yeah. she looks a lot better. It's good. So all is well. It was just really crazy because the last episodes we were like, oh, we'll be back unless someone dies. Yeah, that then, was like what we said. <laughs> and then before uh, we knew. <laughs> and then uh, like a week later, holy shit, I should be dead. So <laughs> I'm really, really blessed. And that's what you get me an, for pissing a new off the perspective. podcast gods. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I feel I feel way better. Um, I'm treating my body way better. I'm being way healthier. 
and I'm just really lucky. And I feel like everything, I live a little bit more extreme now, you know, because I want to experience everything a little bit more. So there's that. Cool. Yeah. And thanks well, for asking. Congrats. How has this changed like the way you guys do like your podcast, the way you guys run your businesses since your businesses are so intertwined? Like, does it put any sort of like undue stress on any of that stuff or is it just like another it, day? Uh, no, it did. So I was put on six weeks of strict bed rest mm -hmm. because it caused um, pulmonary hypertension in my heart. So I had a, a leak in my heart and a hole in my heart and my heart couldn't, um, I basically couldn't walk. The doctor was like, you can't, you're not even allowed to walk. So I was on like a strict, like four weeks bed rest. And then like two more weeks of like, just you're only allowed to like walk around your house. So that put a lot of stress on my business. Um, Cause she couldn't edit. She had every, stuff to edit. I, well, it's just, yeah, I had like stuff to edit, but you know, when you're stuck in bed for like six weeks, you kind of get, to edit. you get in like a funk, you know, I was like in a real big, like mental space funk. Um, and I was a lot to deal with. And I was being nice to her too. I could have really wrote her about not editing. Yeah. Um, and then he had the kids every day, you know, 24 hours a day because I couldn't really, I wasn't allowed to pick anybody up. You know, it was just, it was pretty intense. So yeah. I would say those six weeks were probably like the hardest six weeks of anything because mm -hmm. it did put me a little bit back. I had all these early 2019 goals, you know, in your down season and you really want to hit all of those goals and they kind of uh, had to take a back burner to my health. So that was stressful. It was a stressful time. I can second that. Yeah, it was. Do you uh, miss out on any shoots or anything because of this? You cancel any trips? I think Sarah was lucky because it is the only blessing in disguise is Sarah had it during her off season. Mm. Yeah. Sarah, it was it all happened of January. right after. Yeah. It was right in the mid mid December and all of January. So I think that I got off of bed rest like beginning of February. So everything that I had scheduled, I was able to reschedule. And so I could take off of shooting. Because there was no big weddings or anything. Yeah. And we didn't have any trips planned. So she got the have a little bit more rest than she would have had if it was in like summer or fall. Yeah. Or even starting now. Like yeah, it, this like would have been too much. Being even in the springtime of yeah. six weeks of being in bed, it would be torture. So I was really lucky. It was like all of January. I mean, I'm sure they would have caught it in September had we, had you had gone, but we just didn't know that's what it was. You didn't know that's what it was. Nobody knew. Yeah. I got misdiagnosed. We thought like it was like times. asthma. Like well, we thought it was pneumonia. Like asthma, pneumonia, bronchitis, like three different times. And I honestly thought it was just because like she has kids, so she gets like sick all the time. And I was like, <laughs> you're just like a sick mom because like you have kids. <laughs> I was like, you're always just full home of germs. I really thought it was because you were like full of germs and like your kids are full of germs. And I was like, because <laughs> parents and kids are literally always sick. Always that's sick. true. Yeah. That's I, true. Every time I babysit, I get sneezed on like seventeen times, and <laughs> I come home and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So like, I really thought it was just because you had like children, and I was like, "She's just you know mom colds and children's. She's just bronchitis and pneumonia, like walking pneumonia." And then like, then we found out that's it was more serious than that. Mm -hmm. So just a little bit. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but it's good. It's so good. It was. Um, really retrospective and I'm thankful. Good. That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad you're healthier again and getting better every day. And super positive. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, for real. And I, I'm also not coughing on like every single podcast throughout the whole yeah. season, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which was so annoying to go back and listen to. I'm like, oh, my awful cough. <laughs> it was horrible, but it's good. Steve, one more and then you want to... No, no, I think uh, we've reminded everybody of their mortality by reminding them of Sarah's mortality now. So uh, I think we should, What's the next subject? We should push on to some more fun stuff now, right? Sure. Do you guys want to do it. some uh, random questions from people from the internet? Yeah, I love that. Love it. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve... An anonymous listener wrote to us to ask, some former clients of mine just got divorced. How long do I have to wait before I ask one of them out? Should I DM? What the fuck? <laughs> this is... What? I was to be like, do I take their photos off my website? One of them? Like, they just swing both ways? Just like, you're just... All right, I want both of you. <laughs> Should I DM first and ask for his or her number or is it okay to just text since i still have her number in my honey books i'm so fucking done is this a guy or a girl i need to know it's anonymous yeah we don't know it's a guy couldn't it be okay okay is it a guy because i would i feel differently if it's a guy or a girl it's a guy and he's asking about a girl dustin tried to hide it he tried to obfuscate this but i've been saving this one for the right Special right. guest. A little, bit, little bit of juice. Uh, you want a little bit okay. of juice behind it. If it's a guy asking a girl, that's a. F- she's going to be like, fuck you, no. Like, Are that's you sure? Cool. Yes. Because nine times out of time. I, I think, love being asked what out. If, what <laughs> if the guy's a 10? <laughs> if the guy's a 10, <laughs> it doesn't matter what they say, doesn't how creepy matter. it is. It's weird. I it's so shallow weird. Hell. <laughs> it's so weird if you're like the guy photographer and you're asking a girl out. Is that she just I don't got think divorced? So. No, absolutely. I'm going to say like 90%. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> but 10%, but 10% so normal. I know if she's weird like that, because like Sarah's the 10%, like t- Sarah's the only person that'd be like, yeah, this is really cool. But like me and all the, my other friends would be like, fucking what a weirdo. And would be like, man, this would be cool. It's be my, like, might be fun time. Here's one thing is he shouldn't be asking her out in a DM. It this should is, be. That's what I'm saying. There's so many different well, factors that make it fucking weird. What's he going to do? Well, what you say is like, hey, a bunch of. Ask if he can deliver the wedding album. Like, whoa. Yeah, I know. Like, can I give you a wedding album plus PS Want to Go Bang or something? No, like, I don't know what to say. Guys, like, what? The here's fuck? how you ask out a girl: is Hey, a bunch of my friends and I are going out someplace. Yeah, Why didn't good, you go too? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but you know how many I guys don't, think don't so? That's kind of like a that's like nice. a sissy way. No, no. That's then not. you can meet in person and just be like, I love you. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a guy, guys have so, it's so much harder for a guy to ask a girl out because it's always weird. It's because guys don't know how to do it. They only just send like their dick pics or they DM them. What? Well, 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 time out. We have a guy and a girl on the podcast right now who are married. So at some point in time, there had to be some asking out. Carrie, did you just send Sarah a dick pic or how, how'd that all happen again? They're, Can I just say they're, they're, the I just got my they're the outliers. First dick pic. They don't count like a week ago. From Carrie. So back to his question <laughs> was, uh, I actually asked my roommate to ask your roommate yeah, it was to very, have you come yeah. over. And you it said It's very yes, like sissy. And then you showed up. <laughs> That's the safest way. You have to be safe about it because 
everybody's a creep these days. You have to do it in like a nonchalant way. I think way. you should ask her out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, don't. I like the I do bold not. move. I like. Wait, can we go back? So Carrie asked his roommate to deliver a dick pic to Sarah's roommate that Sarah's roommate would deliver to Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> On a Polaroid. <laughs> And I told my roommate not to peek at it. Don't peek. It's in an envelope. I sealed it with candle wax so I would know if anyone opened it. Was it printed? They've been married for 10 years, Dustin. It was it was a film picture that he had to get printed at Walmart, I assume. Uh, it was Black an and white. Ten. I made it in the dark room at high school. No, I assume I assume he had it taken at like one of those old timey like Western booths at Disney. Oh my god! And instead of the gun, it was the dick. <laughs> you know how they hold the. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Can't say that word. He's gonna do that. You should do that. You should find somebody that does that in Pittsburgh, Carrie, and redo that and Don't. give it to Sarah. You should definitely do that. <laughs> like one of those wanted posters. Yeah. The Western ones where you dress up. Yeah. But back to the answer. So I'm going to vote for <laughs> ask them to go out and a group of friends. Sarah says, just, just ask them. Just be upfront and just ask for that. And I'm going to no, say you're not being like, hey, I want to stick my dick in your vagina. You're just saying like, hey, I want to. Hey, do you want to go out sometime? Can nope, I take you out to dinner? Work. No. And you, Why? And you know what? When That's he, like a bold alpha move. Nobody, Remember, girls don't women, like that. No, it's in our evolutionary mm-hmm. makeup to want an alpha. Not in 2019. Male. Yes, but, it but is. But you know what's sad though is after he sends that and she opens it and he sees it and then she never writes back. He's a beta then. That's a blow to his if ego. If it was like a normal guy, but if it's your wedding photographer, it's going to be weird. So you have to sidestep it's everything sexy. else. It's you're, you're <laughs> not the right people to ask. <laughs> you don't count. You guys do not I, count. I do want to say that I, I, this year in our podcast, I wanted to add a relationship column. So this is a great way to because test it out. you guys are all have like a different thought the about worst. relationships. <laughs> the worst. The worst. <laughs> Just what do you fun. guys think? What are your tr- yeah. yeah? What are your opinions? I think what you need Honestly. to do is you need to contact the florist. Stop. The We're done. Have the florist <laughs> invite the DJ over to have a party. <laughs> the DJ then contacts the officiant to see if there's anyone he's married lately that perhaps didn't go well. That he might want to bring to this, you know, mixer, let's call it. And then you just happen to be there. Uh, it's like fate unraveled in this like styled shoot-esque star-crossed lovers scenario. That is. I like it. Yeah. You could throw a divorcee party. Yeah. For the person? Yeah. Just just everybody who's divorced just goes to the same party. <laughs> That's fun. And then there's only one person who shows up, and it just—it was kind of awkward. Oh, but God. then, you know, <laughs> we just hit it off. <laughs> it's crazy that more of those wedding photographers' <laughs> clients didn't get divorced and want to come to this party. Jeez! <laughs> oh my God! So crazy. <laughs> this is a great question. Do you guys have clients that have gotten divorced? Yes. I don't know. Yep. I really don't know. Somebody I told me no yesterday idea. that the current divorce rate is nearing fifty percent. Well, yeah, wow. that's always been that. I don't. I have a hard time believing that's true, but that's scary. Well, you guys live in the Midwest, so I think it's probably lower in the Midwest. Yeah, we're more wholesome. Where, 
it is real wholesome. It is. Like, I hate it. It is kind of wholesome. So, back to the question, how long do you have to wait before you ask one of these divorce past one clients year. out? Um, I think, you know, maybe just two months. Maybe three months. Really? You know, give them a little time to grieve the past relationship before you really get into it. Should the person DM first to ask miss, for a number? You don't want to miss your window. Dustin, you're absolutely right. Show up at her house with the wedding album you've already printed off and yep, be like, I look, with a lighter. I'm, I'm here. No, no, no lighter. You just show up and you're like, oh, I didn't even know you were divorced. Oh, I'm so Boom. sorry. Look at all these pictures of how happy you were. You're really sad now? Come here for a hug. Do you want to go out for ice cream right now? Do and you want to go burn this in. in your backyard together? Yeah. I mean, that It sounds sounds like a plan. I mean, that's super creepy, but yeah, whatever. I would say no time limit. Just go for it. You only live once. You do, you guys. YOLO. I think there should be a time limit. Wait, what was Megan's time limit? But for, for my strategy, you're just hanging out as friends. I'm here for you. <laughs> You guys, can you see who the alpha is in the relationship? Me! Megan. Megan, <laughs> Megan it's always Megan. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And none of your situations would ever work, Carrie and Sarah. In my situation, the guy's a 10, so it's easy. Anything he does works. If you're, it doesn't, nobody's a 10. Like, guys, fine. guys can be tens. He, you got to remember, Carrie, he is a wedding photographer. Yeah, he's got a hard body, Dustin. Then you know he has that attitude about him, too, that you have to overcome. So, like... Real emphasis on the come there, Megan. <laughs> Maybe he has a really, really big lens Penis? on his camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that's... What if you send her a dick pic over DMs? Like, I don't understand. It's fine. Hey, you does guys... the size of your dick make you go up in the number that you are? I no. don't think so. Like, if... Like you don't if make you're you only look- a seven, but you have, you know, you're well no, endowed. Do you go up to like a nine? No, but it'll definitely make you go down if you have a micro peen. So <laughs> it'll not make you go up, but it will make you go down. I think it should make you go up. No, nope. but as, but as I a, don't think it changes at all. As a photographer, if you send a dick pic, do, do you get discredited because they assume, oh, he's got a macro lens or he's got Photoshop. It's just immediately all credibility goes out the window. If you send a, a dick pic, bit. you automatically are blocked. No girl ever in her life wants a dick pic. If you are a photographer and you send a dick pic, I, there better be Boca in the pic. background. <laughs> I will absolutely. What did you say? There better be Boca in the background. Oh. <laughs> So much bokeh. I'm done. Speaking of dick pics, Sarah, you said you were just sent a dick pic for the first time like a week ago. Oh, God. (laughs) That was a long time ago, but I've been thinking about it. Was it just like a rando on Instagram or sometimes? So I, I have access to my wife's Instagram and Twitter and every once in a while she gets sent dick pics on those platforms. So... I'm the one who sees those. Yay for me. And I get to report them to Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) That's crazy. I feel bad for girls on the internet. That stinks. Megan, do you get dick pics on your Instagram? No, I don't get dick pics on my Instagram. I don't either. But my best friend gets dick pics and nobody fucking wants. Nope. I've never seen a girl. It's like, oh, baby, look at this dick pic. Can I have your number? Like, when can we go? Nobody has ever been sent a dick pic and has been like, wow, I think you're really not a, a small category of people who might be like, oh, hi. 
No, <laughs> I really think I maybe like I think 0. some 1%. people would be like, "Hi." I guarantee, if we had a vote <laughs> now, no girl has been like, "Oh my god, do you like to watch The Office on Netflix? Do you want to go grab some food later?" No girl wants dick pics. I would never ever be like, "Yeah, cool. You probably sound like an awesome guy." And I don't understand sending dick pics to people because it's like. It's sexual assault every time you send a dick pic to somebody and like you're like, I'm going to sexually assault all these people. Something that That could wind me up in jail for the hopes that one out of every 1000 I send a dick pic to says yes. Like, I want that. It's like flashing someone in public. Exactly the same same thing. thing. It's so dumb. Okay. So no one would just reply, oh, I'm eating a corn dog too. Oh yeah, I would, I would absolutely, now that like I've, I've never had the opportunity to be on Tinder or be like single, but I would want to reply with funny shit. <laughs> you would want so to reply with funny shit. Wouldn't that be so funny if Megan just completely changes her tune and is like, yeah, maybe I do want dick pics. No, but <laughs> I'm going to start a Tinder account real quick. <laughs> Did you guys see the photographer who only takes dick pics? Yes. We need to get back on our back catalog. That's like one of our most popular episodes. That oh, that's a neat Caused Steve to get so many dick pics sent to him. Uh, <laughs> we made jokes about it and i personally have never been sent a dick pic that's only my wife's accounts that get that people in our so he says we have the best listeners in the world i'm just gonna say that right now and they go to the grocery store and they take pictures of eggplants or uh if they're in the uk aubergines and they take they take pictures of those and then dm them to me on instagram and it makes me laugh every time that's amazing. It would. Can I tell you? Great. Can I tell you guys a funny prank? Yes. So mm-hmm. my f- my friends are pretty uh, insane, and one of them was at work one day, and all of a sudden just started getting 10, 20, 30 dick pics, and he had no <laughs> reason why. And then he finds out that our other friend made a plenty of fish account and said that he was <laughs> like put a woman up, and said he was DTF and gave him his phone number that he wanted all these dick pics. And uh, so, yeah, so that guy ended up getting a lot of dick pics. Isn't <laughs> Plenty of Fish like a Christian site or something, too? No. No? Uh, I don't no, think... You're thinking of Christian Mingle. Uh, okay. Yeah. Plenty okay. of Fish was like the older... Free. It's like a free... It's, it's like, like a free, free match.com. Like, it's like a... Like isn't like a. It's like free like Hinge. It was like the first Tinder, but on the internet. Yeah, exactly. It was like in your browser, not an app. Okay. I'm way out of it. I mean, I met my wife the old-fashioned way at a furry conference, just like most people. And oh Pitt- <laughs> Pittsburgh actually has the biggest furry convention. <laughs> we sure do. How are you guys not the photographers for that? It would be great. Sarah could probably get into that. I could. Guaranteed. No when, lie. She'd be like, I love dick pics. Let me be your fucking photographer. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> okay. But how furry do you like those dick pics? Do send, all the freaky furry send things. Send me your furry dicks. <laughs> when did Sarah become somebody who loves dick pics? Sarah's like, okay. A positive. Because I'm full of surprises. Sarah's pro dick pics. <laughs> pro choice I'm the dick outlier pics. in every situation. Every situation, so. Sarah and Kara are the outliers. <laughs> So Robert from a random Facebook group says, I always buy bottles of wine as a client gift when couples book me. I just booked a couple and they aren't 21 yet. Can I still give them wine? No. What no. the fuck? 
What a dumb question. Are you Dude, dumb? Chill, chill. What if these are listeners of them? Wait, are these listeners okay. of you guys? No, this is a random so Facebook group. This is okay, all good. Okay, okay. All right, never mind, Megan. You can. It's fine. Megan could just shit all over them. <laughs> Why don't you just go no. to fucking Marshalls and buy them like a his and hers mug and put them like with a frame? Like, or just why? Get so I'll just tell you guys what I gave to a couple of mine because I like to give welcome gifts. So I have a magazine, you know, like my bridal guide. So I give them that. I give them his and hers mugs. Everything is gold and white. I give them a ring holder and then I give them a coupon book. And it's not like a weird coupon book, you know, it's sexual. It's like give a bear hugs, give a foot like rub, a couple's coupon watch book. a yeah, movie a together. One. Not like yeah. a coupon book to like the movies and right, stuff. Right, right, right. It's like a coupon book to like a spend time with each other. Um, I used to give the five love languages. I know that's kind of like a little religious, but we believe in the five love languages. And I think a lot of people do that aren't religious. And then I include um, like little, what are they called? Candies. If they're candies or chocolate candies, candies that are candies. truffles. She just made this. She made a motion yes. with her hands. And I was like, I think it's candies. It's chocolate truffles. Um, yeah. Lindor. Yeah, the Lindor truffles, and I don't know something else like a, a pen with like a diamond on top that looks like a ring. So There's literally endless. That's my welcome gift, and, and it's fifty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy because of the mugs, but it's cute and it doesn't include any alcohol. Yeah, you don't need to send them alcohol. Well, you could give them like the grape juice wine thing that looks like it's uh, a bottle yeah. of wine. Or, okay. you know what, they're under 21. How about you send them a letter Why talking them, them out of getting married? So they don't get pregnant <laughs> right away. That's like, so I don't smart, know. Carrie. <laughs> they should be getting married. At 21. We are in Indiana. That's our target demo. I know. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. how Carrie plucked me up Forgot at the prime age life. of 18. Whoa. <laughs> and I was 23. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, oh, I'm 18. Sweet All of my Lord. other friends are married. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, I thought this Disney thing was like a thing where you like came from college, like a college graduate. Yeah, I graduated high school a year early. I graduated college a year late. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, uh, I was actually older for my grade, so I just graduated and then moved down to Orlando as soon as I graduated. And I moved to Florida like a week after I turned 18, which was the cutoff date for the program. <laughs> and they were like, let's just get married right away. <laughs> what age did we get married at? 20, I was 26, 27? We broke up for a few years. But then we got back together and we're in love. And a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) That was finger guns for all of the listeners who didn't see. Jeez, Megan, how do you put up with this every week? I know. It's like perfect, perfect stuff for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm not married or have kids yet. You're like, if I can make it through a podcast with Sarah and Carrie, I can make it through a whole wedding day. No, I feel like. Everybody should be friends with married people and people with kids before they make those choices. Because <laughs> you'll not get married or have kids. Oh my God, it's great. <laughs> you can live back here. Like, I don't, if I need kids, I just be like, oh my gosh, just go over your house, guys. That's called the fun aunt. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. And then I get to sleep in the next day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, I mean, I hear what Robert's saying in the question. And I guess I don't what? really understand. Jen and I, as a wedding gift to every single couple that we book, we just send them over some uh, 
some meth, you know? We like to get them real wet, real fast. <laughs> he said it so seriously, like, I don't understand why this is a big deal. Yeah. Everyone can take meth. It doesn't matter what the age. Yeah, yeah that's ageless. That's fine. Like, you, you guys came down real hard on this about the legality and stuff, and I just don't get it, like, you know? <laughs> but you know what? What if? Yeah. What if you do send them a bottle of wine and then, and then they, they like get an underage mom? Like, what if they live with? Like, there's so many people that still like live with their parents. What that if are, like, they, getting married? What if you think their mom's gonna narc out the wedding photographer? <laughs> what if? I even worse than that is I don't send alcohol to my clients because I'm worried that they're recovering alcoholics. Mm. Because I know so many people that are actually the struggle, gift that I just struggle with gave. That. He, they were like, oh, he's in recovery. Yeah, so what I don't send give? alcohol anymore because just I because didn't give of alcohol. that. Oh. I just gave the okay. gift. He's a re- recovering yeah. chocoholics yeah, anonymous. Is that what it was? And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, those Lindor <laughs> truffles. What did I do? Because <laughs> I used to send tiny little bottles of champagne with like a ribbon, but then I was oh. like, what if they, uh, like that's a big that's deal. like sending me a slice of pizza don't do it <laughs> <laughs> so i get worried because i don't want do to offend anybody do you a slice of pizza you should send people like pot brownies sarah sarah do you want pizza <laughs> blink twice if you, you always want, want pizza, pizza. Sarah always wants pizza. <laughs> I always want pizza. Sarah's blinking, everyone. Sarah's blinking. Quick, send her pizza. She blinked 10 times. That's five slices. <laughs> Someone had three boxes of pizza at my gym the other day, and I wanted to wring their neck. Like, how can you sit there and eat pizza that's like this cheese is stretching from the bottom of the Looks pizza. Looks like it's from a commercial. And like I'm sitting there trying to lift my weights and you're just like eating this pizza right in front of me. What were you at? Like a Planet Fitness? No, she was just like, like, like a nice gym. At a nice gym. And the, that's like bringing, that literally is like bringing uh, an open bar to an AA meeting. Maybe that just makes people, maybe that's like a secret way they make people work harder. That's what Planet pissing Fitness them does. Off. They're like hidden secret shoppers but like secret pizza eaters and they just are like <laughs> yeah but planet what? fitness you actually Run get to faster, eat the pizza fatties <laughs> well, like planet fitness because my parents belong to planet fitness my my mom is like guilty of like just going for the free bagels because there's bake why would they put bagels they in have the bagel they have bagel mondays and like pizza tuesdays yeah at, they have like uh, bagels mondays pizza tuesdays or whatever my parents are like oh did you guys want to go to the gym with us and i'm like like you guys aren't dressed for the gym. Oh, we're we're just going for the pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> you're really getting the money. most out of this gym membership, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, did you really just come on the podcast to put your parents on blast? <gasps> I was explaining to them. I was explaining to them at dinner tonight what what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. My mom would cry before we got like 20 minutes That's into like- it, and it would be an ordeal. And my mom was trying to ask me is a podcast like that thing your friend does where it's like a multi-level marketing scam oh my fucking she tries oh my to God. sell us makeup exactly <laughs> like that exactly like, that's exactly what a podcast is mom Multi-level yes mom marketing. i'm selling mary Kay on the internet thank you <laughs> <laughs> but like this having pizza at a gym is like giving it's like a dentist giving like a bag of lollipops it's after a business you're cleaning. and they want money and that brings people in it's called securing your client base yep sarah. they bring them in oh i'm sorry sarah your dentist didn't give you lollipops after you got a cleaning uh, some of them yeah but i don't want pizza at my gym 
You uh. don't, but the people that are going <laughs> to sign up for Planet Fitness or pay, only want to pay $10 a month because they're not real sure about going to the gym. Sorry, I'm trying to be legit. It keeps them coming because... I guess. They get that free stuff. It's business. It's smart business. It's creative business. What can we, How can we transpose that to photography? Pizza Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> if I brought all of my brides free pizza every time I saw them, I'm sure they would love me. When a client mm. signs so like up to something. be a bride with you, she's also enrolled in a dating app. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about this pizza at the wedding shows? Oh my God. Just a stack of hot and readies. Yeah. Because we would be like, we're the only people that have water Oh my God. Yeah. This actually yeah. is genius. Because hot and readies are five bucks. We've been trying to avoid letting our children eat little caesar's pizza and then little the caesar's school the let my son eat it the other day and he came home and told me he had the greatest pizza he's ever had in his entire life then you better and it was called hot and ready i gave megan the first hot yeah, and ready she, she was, ever had she and gave i was me like the first you gotta hot and taste ready. this hot shit. and ready sounds like a <laughs> sex act <laughs> she gave me the first one cardi b <laughs> and then you know what they did as soon as <laughs> she bought me it. They fucking closed the little Caesars by us. I know. I will. I haven't had it since then. I'd take a hot and ready right now. Me too. Five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> How much do you think it costs to open a hot and ready? <laughs> they couldn't have named that any better. Dustin, I think we got time for one more question. And then uh, we want to give you guys do a we? chance to plug your Megan's Snapchat, awesome. your guys' Instagrams, uh, Carrie's. Carrie's not on social media, right? Right? Yeah, he kind of is. I have a Twitter. I uh, haven't you posted don't in have a few to do years. Your Twitter. You can do your Facebook. I feel like we're ready snap. to be best friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> you and Carrie, or our podcast and your podcast? What was that no. too, Sarah? That was the Dustin and Steve. Yeah, Sarah wasn't listening to me at all. <laughs> I was just thinking that thought. I just let that out. Um, She's drunk. So, Dustin, do you want to pick one last Steve. question? Don't just always pick the next one like you do. You can read through them all. You can find the best one. The one you think is just the best for Sarah, Megan, and Carrie to answer. Shelly from a random Facebook group asked. I knew you'd pick this one, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think the bride stole my lipstick. Stole it. Not accidentally (laughs) picked it up. What do I do? I want it fucking back. Is it cry, a, cry is it face a guest? emoji? No, it's the photographer. You're gonna make a cry face emoji about your fucking lipstick? Damn. What if it's expensive? Damn. How expensive is it gonna be? I don't I'm know sorry. how expensive is lipstick. Yeah, you tell us. Like maybe fifty dollars. That's why we felt like we couldn't weigh in on this question. Okay, let like, me lipstick weigh in. Might be fifty dollars. Is it like fucking Chanel? <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> this. Like, this what if the photographer only charges like five hundred or a thousand a wedding? I'm that's, sorry, fuck you. That's okay. And it's a fifty dollar lipstick. Come then on, you're, you're no. making Listen. poor life choices. If you're a photographer, okay, you're, Megan, calm down. You're just crapping all over photographers. If you're the average photographer, making you're not wearing Chanel lipstick. I'm yeah, sorry. Um, so your lipstick is probably like thirty bucks. I Maybe know. that no. still sounds you super know, expensive to me. So uh, normal, you know, no, dude. I, listen. I invest let's, in expensive makeup. It's like Burt's I do bees. not. Yeah, let's pretend it's like ooh, wet and wild, like two dollar makeup like, yeah, at Walmart. No, wear. it's probably not two dollar lipstick if she's upset about it. So it's probably like thirty dollar, maybe like Clinique. Okay, but Clinique I lipstick. think we can all agree it's still pretty wet and wild when she puts it on, right? Uh, <laughs> 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 so it. It's probably like 
mid-range lipstick, which is fine. Whatever. But who fucking cares? They just paid you over a thousand dollars. Let it go. How did Let it go. It doesn't matter. Also, just chalk it up. I lose shit all the time. I I lose so much stuff that like I'm not gonna blame anybody if I lose something. Yeah. Do your own damn fault. Also, it's like lipstick. Put it in your pocket. It's not worth a bad review, and it's not worth, like, asking someone about it. If I leave my camera bag down somewhere, which I do often, and somebody steals something, that's fucking on me. If I didn't put it somewhere, it's on me. Like That's a good point. Megan wouldn't care about lipstick, though. Oh, my God. If I... What bougie bitch is caring about lipstick? I'm pretty (laughs) sure... I've lost... Yeah, like... I would be like, I mean, really? if you care that much, maybe like message her and be like, hey, did you happen to find a lipstick? And then she doesn't reply. You'd be like, I fucked up. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You fucked up. Can I ask you guys a question? How long would a tube of lipstick last? Uh, like, does years. It last? Really? Yeah, probably a while. Years. It'll last a long and time. And it's 30 bucks and she's pissed? Yeah. I know. It's no biggie. So it's that, uh, that new Kendall Jenner, Kylie Minogue, uh, whatever the, that family's name is it's it's their new wet and ready lipstick lip smackers <laughs> wet and um, ready that's a good like like hot and ready yeah. wet ready, ready for what <laughs> you should be a spokesman for that company steve yeah. that's so this great great this is why that i said we should be and and some somebody just stole it and you're just like wow my wet and ready it's all gone my brain has never thought like that. Like if somebody was like, if somebody was like, oh, I think my bride stole my like flash. That'd be like a whole different yeah, conversation. It wouldn't even though. Like I Depends still Depends if it's a young new like, flash or not. If it's young new, you just throw it away, right? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like way different. If it, was, if it was a young new, I'd be like, fuck it. Yeah. But if I stole my like Canon flash, I'd be like, maybe this is like worth like maybe asking or if she maybe... But also, if I set it fucking down, it's my own damn fault. If I set it on like the DJ table and somebody snatched it, my I actually stupidity. just went back just, to a venue just where... Just grab a gift off the table on your way out. Yeah, that's what I would <laughs> Eye for an eye. Oh, shit. <laughs> my brain doesn't even go there. That's some, Why? That's some heavy-hitting stuff. That's it's good. Like, bitch can take my $30. I now have her knife set. <laughs> Fuck you. $30 for 150 That's right. <laughs> Trade up. If this... If this happened to Sarah and Sarah came to me with this problem, I probably would say what Megan says and just like, it's your fault. Carrie, that's cold. That's cold as hell to do to your wife. I No, he would just be like, what else is new? You guys, I have a memory problem. So like it just happens all the time. Sarah messes up so much. I've, I actually have a song that I sing to her when she messes up. That's true. Oh, can we How does it go, song? Sarah? I can't be mad at you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> is this a song Sarah sings or a song Carrie sings? Because uh, I feel like we need Carrie's vocals if it's his song. It goes like this: I can never get mad at you. <laughs> it's as soon as is she there messes up. Words? Um, That's all. I expected more from karaoke. But, but then uh, sometimes I throw in another verse if she messes up really bad, and it's like, even when you mess things up. <laughs> Even if it's all your fault. <laughs> she messed up about a week or two ago really bad. And she walked in the door and said, sing the song. And I said, no, I'm mad. What was it about? The keys. Oh, when you drove when I was with you. So Megan oh, picked Sarah I heard you on the phone. Megan picked Sarah up to go somewhere. And I was taking the kids to school. And we have, 
I always tell Sarah, hang the car keys up whenever you're not using them. And sure enough, Sarah had the car keys in the her pocket. Two sets of car keys. And then the spare key was also with Sarah. So Sarah took two car keys and I couldn't take her children to school. And we were school. far. We were like 45 minutes into An our hour. drive away. And yeah. Sarah gets home and says, sing the song. And I said, no, I'm actually mad. I was in the car and you answered it and you're like, hey, baby. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot the keys. And I was like, oh, he's so fucking pissed. <laughs> My wife is day. notorious for leaving the house with all four sets of our car keys. Yep. It's easy to do. I'm glad that I hear I have a soul sister. I don't understand this. Um, why doesn't Carrie keep his keys in his pocket? With him at all, all times. Time? Well, we have one car. And but you have two sets of car keys so, and two people. But one's an emergency a, that's key. An, that's why actually an easy explanation. On you? Carrie doesn't like to drive. So what? I drive like all the time. That's bogus. So that is I so have, bogus. Like, <gasps> You're just gonna come on a podcast and lie. I drive more than you. Only because you're the stay-at-home dad right now. I drive. You can't come on a podcast and say Curry doesn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things I thought would cause a fight between Sarah and Carrie on this episode, this is not the one I thought would be it. You know. Okay. Really quickly, why don't you just keep the sets of car keys on you? Like, why don't you keep a key in your wallet and you keep a key in your I'm purse? I'm not putting a key in my pocket or One wallet all the key? time. It's a car key. It's a giant car key. Why don't you just keep it with you at all times? Carrie, Carrie if it makes you feel any better, we have two cars with two sets of keys for each vehicle. And somehow my wife will leave with all four sets of keys. That's worse. I'm coming to visit. We're going to hang out. Carrie Casile phone number. He shouldn't have gave that to me. All right. I, I'm just setting up a plenty of fish account that says Carrie Casile's down DTF right now. Is that cool? Uh, no. Yes. No, the dick pics won't bother me. I've seen a male genitalia before. We've all seen it. I don't know why people get mad. But have you seen plenty of fishes? I haven't seen what plenty of fish has to offer. I, I wouldn't get mad still. <laughs> Carrie's <laughs> like whatever it's fine he, he only gets mad if it's all right. some of our listeners were kind enough to set me up on a lot of uh, Republican <laughs> pro email lists <laughs> so. that's a funny prank that is funny Dustin gets a lot of NRA and uh, Republican emails now oh god that's so funny I want to do that to somebody now holy shit so for some reason there's a mug that I'm supposed to claim because they email me daily <laughs> Trying to get that build a wall mug. And uh, I keep on deleting that email. So I feel bad. So many things that I could say right now. I would like to hear them all go quick. No, she doesn't get political. I also put my foot down there. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that right now. Maybe later. You know, we've we've had a lot of fun here tonight, guys. And before we go, though, I want to make sure our listeners know where they can find the three of you. Who's going first? Yeah, I'll take this. Carrie's going to take the lead so, on how to find our... Carrie's on Plenty of Fish is Carrie Casile is DTF. <laughs> That's his uh, username, and he 69. wants all the dick pics. This is what they think about me, guys. <laughs> so our first episode of season two is going to be on March 27th, and it's a Wednesday. And I think we said nine o'clock we're doing our podcast. And then we're doing it every two weeks. You can tune in on Facebook and just follow our page, I Don't Give an F-Stop podcast. And we're going to do it every two weeks, live on Facebook, nine o'clock Eastern time. And then I think you guys can plug your stuff. 
Okay, guys, this is Megan and Megan McGee, the Snap Snapchat queen. Yeah, I believe <laughs> my Snapchat is Megan McGee one two three. Please follow me and <laughs> my wow, that's a rhyme. Wait, wait, is it yeah, Megan no, McGee one two three? Please follow me, or is it Megan McGee one two three? It's Megan McGee one two three. Got it. That was good clarification. And then my Instagram is Megan McGee photo. <gasps> Because photography didn't fit, so you just make a G photo. And one, two, photo. and one, two, yeah. three just didn't quite make sense. No, yeah, that's fine. And then my website is meganmcgreevy.com. I'm sorry, what was that? I I thought I heard meganmcgreevy.squarespace.com. Oh, oh it's not that anymore. It hasn't been that. It hasn't <laughs> been that in a while. Slash so Squarespace good. slash little, free account. Little amateur. I paid more. It's meganmcgreevy.com now. It's fine. <laughs> Please visit me at my GeoCities, GeoCities.com. I was cheap for <laughs> oh, GeoCities. <forward laughs> only. I used to have a GeoCities long time Megan ago. McGreevy at Hotmail.com for all the email. <laughs> oh, guys, one more plug for our podcast. Just I didn't Google say it. how to listen to us. We're on iTunes and Spreaker. And you have to, it, since we have a hyphen in the name and an apostrophe, you just kind of have to be specific. I don't with an apostrophe and then... Give an F stop, and that has a hyphen in it. On what? I just said it on iTunes and Spreaker. Megan's drunk. Just to be clear, it's not on YouTube? Well, actually, I'm going to start putting these on YouTube for season two, because we're going to do videos. Well, hopefully we'll get a t- one or two listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be happy with two. Yeah. All right, Carrie so. has a lot more work in all of this than I ever do. Um, so you can find my photography at Weddings. That's on Instagram. And you can find my website at sarahcasile.com. And my Snapchat Snapchat is Sarah Casile. At Sarah Casile. It's just at Sarah Casile. It's not like Sarah Casile. Do the youths even use Snapchat anymore? Is this a thing? Yes. Yes. Every single person uses Snapchat. I use it more than anything else. Uh, All the youngins use Don't try to text me because I can only Snapchat you. Yeah. <laughs> you can text Sarah. She only snap messages. Also, I just looked up I don't give an F stop with none of the things in it and it comes right up. On so. iTunes? Yeah. But it doesn't on Spreaker. Okay. On I don't I, have iTunes. Because most people are gonna use iTunes because <laughs> that's what people use. I don't have an that's iPhone. Spreaker. Only forty percent of the population Girl, has an I- iPhone. Oh facts. I bet you ninety percent use fucking iTunes and not Spreaker, so <laughs> People with Android don't use iTunes. Pretty sure. If you guys look at your stats, uh, I'm sure it'll be like most other podcasts where 90% of your listeners will be through Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Guaranteed. Because iTunes is on like Windows PCs and a bunch of other things. Yeah, it's on everything. It's iTunes. I was serious about the best friends part. 100% 100% serious. <laughs> Sarah's drunk right now and she's like at the person at the bar that like you haven't seen in a while and they're like, we should hang out more. We should no, make but plans. I don't say things <laughs> yeah. that I'm not serious about. I'm always honest. You guys were great. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm listening to you guys go at it. <laughs> I'm I apologize for making fun of your veganism. I'll- no, I think we all said our plugs. Yeah. Well, they already but said it's I over. I didn't hear their plug. I was just apologizing. They, I maybe, they don't, maybe they put a plug on the end because it's not live. Huh. No, it's done. We're done now. We put a plug in the end. You know, they haven't the recorded old, already. The old butt plug in the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. All right, guys.
Thank you. Thank good night. You. Thank you for inviting us. This was the best. Thanks for staying up so late. Hope no you have problem. a good night. Good night, Sarah. Good night, Carrie. Good, good night, Megan. Good night, Dustin. Good night. Bye, good night. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye, Dustin. Good night, John Boy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with Dustin and Steve, and this week with Sarah, Carrie, and Megan from the I Don't Give an F Stop Podcast. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review only the finest for us. Mm -hmm. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover or on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover. Dustin is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben. And Steven is at Steven Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. If you really want to warm our hearts out, Head on over to anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover and you can sign up to support us for as little as 99 cents a month. It's an ex- it's extremely helpful to us and to the making of this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Your head is pounding. Your limbs feel like dead weight and your entire, entire being, being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot another, another wedding. wedding. Dun, Dustin, dun, dun. think that went pretty good. Oh, the, got that one in the books. The goodest, the goodest. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Hey, hey, okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Dustin, oh. we gotta, we gotta get to bed. That we got, we got more interviews. We got more guests. We got uh, more stuff to do. More stuff. More people. People to please. Photos to take. Things to be. Yeah. So, All right. Onward, upward, uh, outward. Let's peace go. Out and, uh, Moving onward, moving upward, moving outward. The Dustin McKibben story. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, kind of like a lubricant for your butthole. So I, I um, just shivered, guys. Sorry, but like I'm from the Midwest and they do all these like reenactment things. Did you guys ever go to those? Oh hell no. LARPing? Like No, it's like LARPing <laughs> isn't reenactments. No, like reenacting like LARPing like World War II. Okay, that's what it is. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee.